Hello and welcome to the Undead Wookiee podcast, episode 64, Friday the 13th, A New Beginning. The Undead Wookiee is a fortnightly-ish podcast focusing on horror and sci-fi, but there will be times where we dip into other genres because here at the Undead Wookiee, our nerdiness knows no bounds. Hello and welcome back. Now, before I introduce my very special co-hosts for this bonkers episode, because it does descend into, uh, well, mayhem fairly quickly, let's check out the trailer. This is the one you've been waiting for. What's happening to me? Your psychokinesis and these delusions. No, you're not listening to me! The one you've been asking for. Hey, Tina, isn't this the way they weather jackets back in the mental hospital? (laughs) Concentrate. Concentrate, Tina! The one you've been dying for. You people give me the creeps. Okay, you big hunk of a man, come and get me! Jason is back. But this time, someone is waiting. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. And I have not got one, but I have two very, very special guests returning. They thought they could get out. They thought they could escape, but they have managed to creep back in. Of course, I am joined by the one, the only, Mr. J. Prowse. How the devil are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. I'm glad to be invited back for the gastroesophageal reflux disease edition. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, I am joined by my man, Gareth. You know him as Slasher Trash. How are you, Gar? How are you doing, buddy? I'm very well, thank you, mate. I'm not dead yet, so yay! (laughs) And nobody has managed to sort of shit themselves to death because the rate that um, people are buying toilet paper as well at the moment is... um, it's quite frightening. So I've got uh, three rolls left. I've got three rolls. Um, I'm on a roll, literally. So. so you may have to go and punch an old lady in Morrison's later to, to, to in order to get a to get a, st- a decent supply. Yeah, I did that last night, but I had nothing to do with toilet rolls. It's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> and let the court decide for everything else. Yeah. Now we are talking about, and this is a strange one because I don't think on the podcast we've actually, I think I might have covered the first one. Um, but we are talking about Friday the 13th, A New Beginning, which is sort of like not everybody's automatic sort of jumping on point in terms of the series. Because, I mean, everybody sort of automatically, I think, goes to the first one and then maybe the second one. Um, My personal favourite out of the entire series is the final chapter. But uh, uh, 
I do. <laughs> I, I, I love Final Draft. <laughs> I think it's great. And I know that people have got various opinions on it. But, of course, we're now sort of t- we're jumping on at this one because this is what, part five? Five, yeah. Part five. Mm-hmm. Now, I've, going back and watching this one again, I really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it more than I did first time round. Which, um, which kind of surprised me, really. I don't know what it says about me as I'm aging, <laughs> because it's not perfect in any way, shape, or form. But I really enjoyed this one. It's a gift that keeps on giving. That's the thing. Is when you watch it each time, you're like, oh, there's something new I hadn't seen before. It's a yeah. It's a it's a weird one. Strangely, kind of cut to buggery. I've noticed when I watched it again last night. I watched it with the. Um, director's commentary yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but as I was watching it, I was like, oh, this, is, this isn't the version I saw when I was younger. I've watched it since then, but it's it's really... I think I saw an uncut version, but I'll go into that in a bit. Yeah. So when was the first time you came across this one then, Gar? Um, do you know what? I actually can't remember. <laughs> it was it was it was it was weird because my my sort of uh, introduction to Friday the Thirteenth did actually begin with the original, mm. um, but I got booted out of the the living room when the axe come down on on the I can't remember the, the name of the girl now come down on the head and my parents yeah, were yeah, like. Yeah. Right, you're going to bed. Um, and then over the years then, I think, I was still like really young. We're only talking like, you know, 9, 10 or whatever. I think 6 and 8 came on TV and I recorded them. Yeah. Um, I think I think with 5, I don't think I got around to it until it was somewhere in the middle. I think it probably was about the 4th or 5th when I saw I must have just rented it from, from the local. Got my dad to rent it because it was definitely a staple in my local video shop. It was in there every yeah. day you went in there, you know? Yeah, I always remember the poster. The poster's yeah. very, very cool with the like the half the mask and the like the glowing eyes. I always thought that was like a really cool poster. It was like it's just and it was like there forever. Never sort of taken down or changed around. It was always in the video shop. It was always on the front like uh, counter. It's probably because it was the only one that people didn't rent out, so they kept the poster up yeah. just to try and entice people. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. So, Jay, when did you come across this one? This was my first. Wow. Um yeah. Yeah, which is kind of why I I still like it, and it's still kind of in my top Friday the Thirteenth films, even though it's by no means the best. And uh, Jason Free, as I'm sure we'll get onto later. Yes. Um, no. no, but oh, sorry. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> well, it came out in 1985. You fucking well watched it now. Um. So. Yeah, I I went to I've written about this before, but I went to a, a mate's house um, when I was about I don't know it must have been eleven ish something like that, um, and he had it was in a black cassette box um, with no label or anything on, which usually means porn. But, um, <laughs> but then yeah, he started banging on about this bloke called Jason, and you you know, and I remember thinking like you know, Jason's not a particularly scary name, let's be honest. Um, so I was like. It was. Oh, I'm going to put it on. I was like, yeah, yeah, giving it all the biggin and all of this yeah. shitting myself because I <laughs> wasn't a horror fan by any stretch of the imagination. I knew I had to cycle home after, and it was kind of coming to the evening and stuff. So we watched it, and it was. This is the thing that I was talking about a moment ago, where I I think I watched at least a more uncut version because the version that i've got on the they released like eight of them last yeah. year. I think. Yeah, I've got I've got the version on there. And it really is. It's quite anodyne by compared. Well, compared to what I remember seeing, 
years ago. Um, yeah. I remember there was more nudity with the Debbie Sue Voorhees yeah. Uh, yeah. character. Um, yeah, there were just things that when I was watching, because I've watched it since I bought that, but I didn't really watch it very closely. I was kind of mucking about my phone and stuff. But I watched it seriously properly again last night. And I thought I'll take take a few notes because I hadn't really done that. And as I was watching, I was thinking, "Shit, this is this it's quite bloodless." Yeah, and I don't remember yeah. it being as as kind of weak as this in that way. Um, but anyway, so I I, I think I saw it at least. I don't know. I don't know where they would have got it from. Maybe it was a pirated version that they got from somewhere. I can't because it's never been released uncut. So no, no, no. I, I don't know. But it's certainly heavier than it was when i watched it yesterday in terms of um gore etc um but then i had to cycle home after through some woods and oh my god <laughs> and i fell off oh no no because <laughs> i was you, know, you you start to think you know something's following you and i'm cycling and cycling and then you know getting really close and i can see the edge of the woods and i fell off my bike oh my god that was it like for the rest of the summer i was like just it just haunted my dreams um <laughs> But uh, yeah, and then I eventually kind of started, you know, I thought, oh, I'll watch. I can't remember what it was, either the first one or the second one, I think. Um, And then you kind of, oh, okay, I get what this is about. It's not actually that scary at all, obviously. Um, But that definitely was the, the, it's like a a kind of gold standard moment for horror for me, because it was like, I was absolutely terrified of it. Um, Now, I jumped in on part three. Yeah. Um, and of course, part three was in 3D, but you don't really think about that when you just sort of rent it from the video sh- from the video shop. And then I was just thinking, it sat there, and even as a kid, going, "Why is he throwing a yo-yo so close to the to the screen? That's, <laughs> that makes no sense. Or why is he swinging a baseball bat at the screen? That's 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 just really strange. I never twigged until like years later. Then when I went back and sort of sort of looked at it again. And I sort of came to this one a little bit later and sort of well out of order. Um, but coming back and looking at it, I really enjoyed it again. Um, it's completely ridiculous. It's completely oh, yeah. ridiculous. Um, and, of course, it's directed by um, John Carl. Is it Buchler? No, it's Danny Steinman. Danny Steinman, this one. Danny yeah. Steinman. Right, of course. Yeah. Now, Danny Steinman is the guy yeah. um, who didn't he direct Street Trash? Savage Streets. Oh, Savage Streets, yes. Yeah. Savage Linda, Streets. With Linda, Linda Blair. Blair. Yes. Yeah. Which is just an insane film. Absolutely insane. Oh, I really like that one. Um, but he was known for more of, a, more of a writer than anything else, wasn't he? And uh, was a little bit of a, a porn director, porn. I think, earlier on. <laughs> yeah. If you listen to... You should listen to the... If you've got it, the, um, the audio commentary. Because he's got a real kind of dirty smokes he's dead now i think anyway yes. but when he recorded it he, he, obviously he was still alive yeah. and he's got a really kind of dirty kind of he, he looks like he sounds like he would have quite happily worked in a like an old porn grindhouse cinema he's got that kind of voice and you're like yeah yeah he definitely because um the the sex scene which i think is 10 seconds was three minutes yeah. i was I, originally just... and he did this whole softcore 
porn thing, and 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 um, I don't know if it was I, I can't remember who it was. Someone else who who was um, like a producer or something was there just watching it, going, "I can't fucking what is he doing? I can't believe this. He's basically recording porn." Because he was <laughs> thinking it'd be great for the audiences; they'll love a bit of this. Yeah. But they cut it down to ten seconds in the end. I was like, because I want to see the whole three minutes of that because I want to see how how far he went. He was like, "No, there was no insertion or anything." I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> you could just imagine these producers because i th- you know i think in some senses i think you know particularly sort of america you know american or you know producers and thing they can be yeah. quite puritanical about these kind of things yeah um yeah. you know you can have excessive violence no problem whatsoever but you mention jesus or show a bit of you know show a bit yep. of boob or yep. have any kind of sex and they lose their <laughs> fucking minds. Well, that that was the thing that was see a lot of the gore was cut, but that was the thing that was absolutely cut to ribbon. They they really, <laughs> I mean, you know, three minutes to ten seconds. That's that's a, that's, hell of a that, cut. yeah, that is pretty much you know a, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, none of that. Yeah, no. Yeah, but like uh... one of the things I found out well of this, the actress um, ended up becoming a teacher. Yes, uh, but then ended up losing a significant number of jobs because this place, the schools where she was working with, obviously found out about her doing this, you know, being involved in sex scenes, yeah. and then they they um they they sacked her, which is just like oh okay, talking about something coming back to bite you in the ass. Yeah, there you go. Now yeah. she's quite hot as well. <laughs> she's Deborah Voorhees, isn't it? I'd, I'd have been happy with her as my teacher. I'm sure there were plenty of boys of a certain age in her class going, oh, my God. That's this little black cassette I found. Yeah. <laughs> now, obviously, the story of this one um, is, you know, follows uh, Tommy Jarvis, um, who obviously at the end of Chapter 4, he chopped up Jason, went a bit doolally, put on the mask and then has been shipped off to a mental institution. And now this sort of, um, uh, how would you describe the place, Gar, where they are? <laughs> how would you describe it? <laughs> where, where he takes, yeah. where they take uh, Tommy. Yeah. How would you it's describe like, it? It's, it's, it's a nut house, isn't it? It's a, it's a good old fashioned nut house. Yeah. Um, well, now they call it, they call it like, it's like a halfway house, isn't it? For like troubled kids. Yeah. Uh, it's called Pinehurst, so I'm not sure whether uh, you don't really get that much of a of a vibe as to why they're all in there. But I think you know it, it ranges from probably trouble with the law to like you know, mental health issues and stuff like that. Um, the kids all seem fairly harmless, bar the one who seems. <laughs> you said that. Yeah. Well, I hope well, that. The, the one, the one, the one brandishing an axe. Who's the, who's the one guy you wouldn't want to give an axe to yeah. at any time? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. They, it's it's like a halfway house type thing, and and even though they sort of, I mean, I think we better, you know, since you mentioned it, the character of Joey is clearly somebody who has significant special needs, um, <laughs> and they <Like> me. <laughs> kill the shit out of him. He gets yeah. chopped up. And that is a scene. That is a scene that's properly cut as well. Yeah. Like the, the version I saw yesterday, I was like, this was far more graphic than this. Yes. All you yeah. see in all you see in the version I've got is he swings the axe at him, and it does this weird freeze frame on his face 
uh, Joey's face, and then he's and then they pull the blanket off, and these they show him all chopped up. But I'm sure they saw the axe. You saw the axe coming down yeah, on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the in the I remember the version of seeing it. The axe does come down, and there's yeah, a bit more yeah. sort of like. Oh, it's just what version have you got? I've got. I seem to have like the the. I don't know. Like, you like super cut. Suitable for <laughs> you got the, you've got the <laughs> for children. I don't the know. It's, it's really bad, honestly. I, I don't when, know when uh, when. When Deborah Voorhees gets her tits out in that scene, yeah. I know it's like truncated down from like three yeah. minutes. Do you see like Pikachu's instead of her tits? No, they pixelate. <laughs> they pixelate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, you do see that. So that is, yeah, that's that's where obviously that scene's completely cut as we mentioned. But the version I've got is just, and it's the American one. So I ordered it before. You know, it's come out over here now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I wonder whether that is like the the British version is more or sorry less cut and i've got this crappy anodyne american no, you've got the same one as me really so you've got you've got the u.s box that it's un- that's yeah. uncut yeah mm, it's uncut i think you've got yeah. that maybe it's one in every thousand <laughs> i reckon you've got that syndrome <laughs> thing where you like remember it being worse than what it was maybe definitely and, and, and but i do think i'm sure it was it was gory and the version i watched last night was definitely like the gore was well not it was there it was, there was about 16 16 scenes that had to be cut yeah 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 i know um, the mpa so, went after them after the fourth film so i think one of the producers was saying about that and so they they went after friday the 13th particularly and it was definitely more gory and i know i might be misremembering it but i'm sure there was more to it than than what i saw last night um but I don't, maybe the US and the UK versions are, are I'm sure they're different anyway because yeah. we're, we're not quite as um well I don't know maybe we're well we used to be quite aggressive with that but we're certainly not now um I don't know and Paramount you know everyone knows what Paramount are like they're shit with their releases anyway so read their horror um project uh, you know their, their horror franchises like yeah. absolute shit Especially like, Friday the 13th, oh, which is a cash cow for it for well, years. What's been bonkers is they've never really failed to make money. No. You know, even, you know, some of the sort of the lesser entries in there have never, you know, they've failed, you know, they've, they've always made money. They've always made the budget back, you know, and but they continue to sort of really, you know, just, just treat it so badly and give it sort of really poor releases and sort of, you know, you think it's one of the iconic iconic yeah. sort of horror franchises and they treat it really badly really, yeah, really oh, badly it's got quite a few extras on it a new beginning but they're all like 10 years old yeah like, they've done nothing with it new yeah. they're just like i'll just chuck that version out again i think they did it with warner brothers i think it's like a, a deal between both of them but they're really yeah they're they're horrific i don't know they're like embarrassed by it yeah which is strange which is really really strange now the cast for this one um, has got uh, Melanie uh, Kinnaman as Pam, John, yep. Shep- John Shepard as Tommy, Anthony Burrell as Vinny, you got Susan Bateman as Nurse Yates, Dominic uh, Brasilia as Joey, Todd Byron as Neil, Curtis Conway as Les, Juliet Cummins as Robin, and of course, Corey Feldman pops up in a dream sequence at the yep. beginning. Um, and then you've got, and correct me if I'm wrong, it is the first appearance of um a cane hodder as jason is this the first one with him 
Ghost? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. I wouldn't no. swear on that. But. Which one? Is, what's his first one then? Kane's first one is the New Blood Part Seven. It was okay. New Blood Part Seven, was it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got Tom Morga as Jason. Yeah, so CJ Graham played him in six, um, and then Kane Hodder started in part seven. Ah, right. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you. I'm with you now. Yeah, okay. Now, out of all of the Jasons, um, who's your favourite? I don't know. Everyone loves Kane Hodder, but I think he's a bit too... He's a a little bit like um, whoever that chap was who played uh, Michael Myers in the Rob Zombie Halloween films. He's just a bit too big. Yeah, he's a bit too monstrous for me. I don't know people love him and he's in some of the weaker films. Um I don't really have a preference other than that. No, I'm not I'm not Ted White. Ted White? Is he in forties four, isn't he? Yeah, all day. Isn't he, isn't he a he's a grumpy old bastard as well, as I remember. I think I read I watching the um Crystal Lake Memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a bit of a misery, but yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was good actually. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Ted White. That's quite he's like, the best one. Yeah. I, I don't know why. It's probably maybe because it's the first one. I saw. Quite like Richard Brooker. Yeah, he's wicked too. I like. I quite like Richard Brooker. There's something about he's big, um, and he and he, you know he's but he's not like massive. He's, yeah, he hasn't got that sort of like huge sort of massive presence. Yeah, he's so you, my second favorite. So you're not a Kane Hodder fan then either, Gareth. I, I I love Kane. I, lo- I mean, I love them all. But like you said, because Kane, he appears, he does appear in the weaker films. That's not his fault. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like you, once he went sort of like Jason, uh, like zombie Jason, like post sort of, yeah. you know, d- yeah. dead. Mm-hmm. He come back in, in six. But then obviously, yeah, he was, he was always sort of the zombie, the big hulking WWE yeah. wrestler type. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. But at no point do I find him scary. Um, no, he's intimidating. Yeah. It's big, but it, it turns into like almost like a cartoon effect. Mm, yeah. um, what's good about Richard Brooker and Ted White is there. There is it is kind of dark and sinister the way they kind of move. They have that kind of lumbering, backwards yokel sort of psycho thing going on, yeah. but they're also very menacing, very intimidating, and they are there to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just prefer them. And yep. there's something about the way I love the Richard. Very similar to like. Um, there's a really really the way he moves there's something quite sort of sort of this he's still quite human yeah absolutely something quite human about him and i quite like that i think that's sort of you know because like you said when you when we get on to like um jason in space um (laughs) it, it, it you know the fact he's in space um does kind of just sort of it just takes it away a little bit it just sort of takes. He's the cartoon character, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah. To be it's, honest, it's by the time fun, he's in but... space, though. Yeah. You know, <laughs> when it gets to space, then you're like, right. Well, okay. it's the believability. Same, you know, you think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a good achievement for him, yeah, isn't it? It's yeah, a good yeah. achievement. Yeah. Little boy from Camp Crystal Lake never yeah. thought he'd make anything yeah. of himself, yeah. and before you know it, he's an astronaut. He's an astronaut. He's a dead. He's a dead zombie sort of astronaut. So you know, he's he can put that on his cv and i will say this about the friday the 13th films they are the most creative in terms of what they try and do with the character oh absolutely i think like like halloween obviously you've got halloween 3 but generally speaking it's the same kind of scenario yeah whereas you know you've got up to four obviously you've got the burlap mask the mother burlap mask jason finds the mask jason in his the high water mark 
not Jason. And then you start going down the route of dead Jason, zombie Jason, space Jason, <laughs> slug Jason. Yeah. You know, they're actually pretty creative. You know, they they don't go, okay, we're not going to rest on our laurels. Yes, then the quality of the films is debatable. Yeah. But they do at least try and do different things with the story, which is pretty laudable to be fair yeah for a slash for a slasher series absolutely no you, i and th- do you know what i remember going to the cinema and watching jason x um and really enjoying it really really enjoying it um and then sort of realize it, it this is just dreadful but it's so entertaining it's it my is... wife's favorite she's, is it? she's weird. yeah she's a weirdo though she doesn't <laughs> listen to this yeah, <laughs> I saw it in cinema as well. Like back, it was like 2000. And, I don't know, is it 2001 or 2002? It came out, I can't remember mm. now. I think it's um, but yeah, I saw cinema as well. The um, yeah, the um, ice frozen face kill, yes, where he just he just dunks a head, and freezes a head, and well just smashes a face against the counter. They go back and sort of revisit the um, the sleeping bag kill. Yeah, with the hologram. Yeah, I thought that, that. Yeah, that was wicked. I thought that was going. The fact he's still just going at it is absolutely brilliant with the hologram. Now, yeah. in this one, I've always. How do you guys feel about Tommy Jarvis as a character? Um, well, actually, I, I think originally wasn't the idea that he would take on the kind of Jason mantle after yes. the fourth one because the fourth one was supposed to be that was there was no plans for another one. No, not at I all. think didn't um oh crap his name's gone out of my head who's the director of the fourth one um uh joe that's it yeah um because he said he just put in that little look at the end just in case but there was no kind of plan for it and then the idea was that when they got someone to write for the fifth one they said look what we're going to do it's going to be i think they said to danny steinman early kind of early doors that what we want is it's going to be Tommy as the Jason character. He's going to kind of take on that. And then they're going to go on and on with various, um, with, with him playing that character. Essentially. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, for one reason or another, that didn't happen. Roy muscled in all elbows and, um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it, and it, it changed. Um, Oh, I'll tell you something, though, with regards to Tommy Jarvis. Um, Something I saw on the behind the scenes was Corey Feldman was being interviewed. This was probably a little bit before he went absolutely bonkers. Um, (laughs) So it would have been it would have been a while ago because he seemed relatively normal in it. Yeah. And he said, like, after part four, he kind of like after four, five, six, seven, eight, etc. So this. I don't know when it was recorded because he didn't say the date, but I'm going to assume it's after Jason X yeah, that yeah, they yeah. Had this interview. And he said that he would be quite up for coming back as that character kind of years later, almost like retconning those and yeah, start yeah. it after four, um, which I thought was quite interesting. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, you know, like a kind of, it must've been around late nineties. I guess he was interviewed because they were talking about Halloween H2O sort yeah, of way. Yeah. I'm guessing it's a bit after that. Yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, that's I, I'm not sure it would work now, but it's quite an interesting idea to have the original Tommy play Tommy 20, 30 years later or whatever. Yeah. Do you think that's a good idea? Or I mean, would you, would that be something that you'd be like, yeah, I'd be quite into that? Or is that like, no, nah, that's, that's I, terrible. I'd quite like to see what happened to Tommy because obviously he's, you know, he, he loses at the end of part four. He's yeah. completely fucking bonkers in this because he just yeah. keeps <laughs> beating the shit out of people. 
<laughs> that guy he gets, I forget the character's name, when he comes in and starts prodding him and he just flips him he onto the table. He picks him up and, and slams him starts... to the table. It's like, like oh, right. that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's, a, that's a quality moment. It's, I think, <laughs> I'm trying to think, I think the guy's name is Eddie. He's the one who who's basically yeah. gets to knob Debbie Sue, yeah, Debbie yeah, Sue, Voorhees. Yeah, 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 yeah. um, it's the way he's punching him. He's got like such a, he's got such a cheeky smile on his face, but it's that antagonistic yeah. sort of. You could really tell he's like a bit of a bully. He's like, yeah. huh, he just keeps uh, punching uh, him in uh, sort of like the shoulders, if like, huh, huh, in it, mate, in it, mate, type thing. It's like you just know that he's basically, I'm a bully and I want to roll you to the point where you want to punch my face in. So he's like, I'll oblige. Bang. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for that time, he just to kind of push him away and kind of flounce off, and instead he just decks him. It's brilliant. <laughs> Well, yeah. all right. Not to be messed with. And then he batters <laughs> um, the character Junior. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely yeah. bad. You hurt me more. And he, that scene, <laughs> do you know what? Out of everything in the film, the scene where Junior is just like riding round his garden on his motorbike, screaming oh, drooling. It's really disturbing. <laughs> It's really quite disturbing. Just that sort of level of just, you know, this character who's clearly got some kind of strange um, Oedipus thing going on with his sort of mother just sort of riding around <laughs> screaming into the night. It's really fucking dark. <laughs> What's really funny is in that That's scene, she's brilliant. doing the soup and she's shouting at him and she's cutting all the soup up and she gobs in the soup. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just, she just spits, spits, spits in it and just carries on. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. They're, um, yeah, they're, they're. In, I'm not sure if they really work in the film. It that they feel like kind of comic relief. Yeah. That I'm not, sure, and and I kind of feel as if, um, like demons. I know he's only in it very briefly. Yeah. He's kind of that like a uh, hearted character, so to speak. Yes. Um. But yeah, I'm not sure. I I. Yeah, they're, they're good, you know, and it's it's well acted and all that kind of stuff. But I don't see what they really bring to it. No, I don't think they actually offer an awful lot, do they? They don't. <laughs> no. They just cannon fire. Extra deaths. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I say that I don't see what they bring to it. This is Shakespearean. Um, <laughs> yes, no, I could, uh, no, yeah, so fair point. Bodies. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, the that's, pile. That's true, actually. What do they bring to it? <laughs> Death. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. There's, um, yeah. All right. I'll shut up now. What, you know, in terms of what's because this one's got some great kills it's got some really really good kills what's your favorite Ooh, uh, the tourniquet thing's quite good that's quite where it, it straps around yes. his eyes turns it yeah. although i know something in that last night is it turns one way and then it cuts and then it's turning the other way turning the other way <laughs> yeah so right. it's letting it so, so yeah. that you said you said it right it's you've you haven't you haven't even watched an uncut version you've watched the u version the universal <laughs> suitable brawl where in this movie he actually he actually undoes the killings he yeah. goes to kill somebody and goes oh no we can't do that so he's tightening it up and then he just undoes it the other way and goes no do you know what man i'm gonna let you off because this is the version where everybody survives actually on the dvd on the blu-ray it does say a great family experience empire magazine so maybe that's <laughs> maybe that is what's up yeah, that's a fair point. But no, nonetheless, that's that's pretty good. I like that that kill. I quite like it's kind of implausible, but I quite like the way um Ethel's killed, where it, it kind of just pushes the 
the hatchet through the window and into her head and then uh, and then she falls uh, well she yes. goes face first to the suit. Yeah, that's a real three D one as well, isn't yeah, it? You know yeah. you notice that that would look yeah. like it should yeah. have gone into into part three. Because yeah, the way the cleaver yeah, comes yeah, 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 through yeah. absolutely yeah. it's Absolute. perfect. Yeah. And then she squeezes the tomatoes. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. She, yeah, she crushes that she, um and I like the um the death the Jason death right at the end because as he I feel like I'm spoiling it for people for fuck's sake. Um as he falls out and lands on that kind of the tractor spike thing. <laughs> it's really it's quite a loud kind of like smack as he hits as he kind of like <laughs> failed on it. It sounds yeah. quite aggressive. It's 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 got um and his face yeah. at the end though. Yeah he's all very serene got... isn't he like mm, <laughs> he doesn't like, <laughs> I know I know he's I know he's dead and everything like and it's like you can't say to him Mate, you're dead. Make it look like, yeah, you know, look a yeah. bit more realistic. Who knows what your face will end up like? But Once he kind of looks like he's just been merely troubled by what's yeah, happened. Yeah. Oh, this Once is slightly inconvenient. To, to dark face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good old yeah. Roy. Yeah. Um, I like, yeah. whoa, what's all right? What do I like? Um, I, 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 was, I, was, I watched it. I did watch it recently. Um, I really like Demon's Death. Um, I like, it's not like it's, it's obviously standard you know just yeah, yeah, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm trying to think what actually is it he impels him with uh, i'm trying to think because uh, it's through it's, the tin can toilet but it's it looks a like spike a, of, a metal spike of yeah things. like a big long metal spike isn't yeah, it yeah yeah because yeah. he stabs oh. it through his leg first of all actually yeah. he, he dies really well he, he actually does looks die, like he's it. in pain it's a really yeah. good it's a good death he, he looks terrified yeah 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 it's a yeah all right i'll go with that yeah, his acting is so yeah. good. Normally, I'm, I'm all about like the method and stuff. But yeah, when I was watching, I remember thinking like Miguel Nunez, he ends up having like a real a great career. He's still acting now and yeah, everything. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, he's a great actor. He's probably, he's probably the most famous out of all of them, what I can think of, bar Corey Feldman and his little cameo. Yeah. Um, but his, his acting is brilliant. Like no matter how much we may laugh at, at him and his girlfriend and that, and they're, ooh, baby, ooh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, his, yeah. when he realises that she's dead, his acting is first rate. And that's one thing you can't always say about the Friday the 13th movies, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, or m- most of most horror films, certainly slasher films for that for that matter. But it's so good. Even though you may even still be laughing at him because he, lo- he looks like bloody Michael Jackson and he's just <laughs> singing ooh, baby. He's so scared. I believe it. I genuinely believe that he was absolutely bricking it, thinking he was going to die. And like you said, when he gets spiked first, he's screaming in pain. Yeah. Yeah. You can almost yeah. feel it with him. He's yeah. like, no, he's good. He yeah. is good. Yeah. He needs more screen time. I feel like he's one of those characters that everyone loves and wishes were in I, it a bit more. Yeah. I still mourn his death now, mate. I still yeah. mourn his death now. Yeah. I love <laughs> him. Demon enchiladas. Yeah. yeah, damn it, Alanis. <laughs> I love the way he's quite disrespectful to his miss as well. Okay, like she's like trying to scare him and like, oh, you, you know, lighten up, you'll feel better after you shit. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, he says, stop it. And he goes, that's it. Now you're gonna get it, bitch. It's like, it's oh, like, calm down, mate. I like the way he runs across the, the towards yeah. the toilet. Like, I, he, he actually, he, yeah, his acting's perfect. I think he was going to shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> you went full method. method. Yeah, method full method. He just ate loads yeah. of enchiladas before the scene. Yeah. 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 I mean, I love uh, is the is Tina's death with the eye gouge, uh, with yeah. the gardening shears. I think that's a great one. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, do we actually know Reggie's grandfather? Oh, poor guy. Does he? How does he bite the dust? Because I can't quite remember. I don't just. I don't know whether I like, eyes missed... gouged out. 
It is. It is. Got, he does get his eyes gouged out. So yeah, he just gets thrown through the window. It, it was that, that one was always off screen. That was never. There was never any additional gore that had been cut. Right. He, he was always a device to just scare the audience. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. didn't have enough time. There's something like twenty-two people die in this film. I think they just thought, oh, what's up with the grand? Oh yeah, he's still about. Oh, chuck well, him he out the window. Die, throw him through the window, <laughs> and our, our, his eyes been gouged out. Do you think they forgot about him, and then they thought, shit, we better go back and finish him and reshoot him? It, it's it's always possible with these types of movies, you know, it is because especially when you've got like, I'm sure it is. I'm sure the number, I mean, I read it somewhere. It's like 22 kills. Yes. That sounds high. It does sound high, but I remember reading it somewhere. Um, and yeah, I suppose it's possible. They just forgot all about him because he was in the, the, the last scene he was in was when they were all having, was it, I think it was a breakfast or dinner together yeah. where, where Eddie gets beaten up by Tommy. Yes. So, yeah. That's oh no! Right. Just before no, sorry. Just before um, Demon goes, uh, just before Reggie goes to see Demon, the, the grandpa's there then, right. and that's the last time you see him then until he's dead. So yeah. Now Reggie, I don't know if any of you were a fan of the television series Different Strokes. Yes, was Arnold yeah. was Arnold's friend for a long, long time because he was quite a well-known sort of a child actor. Um, yeah, and he just sort of like randomly appears in this one. I think it's the only horror film that he ever did. I think it's just one of those things where he just sort of appears and it was like i knew him from somewhere and it took me a good <laughs> 20 40 minutes to go what was he in and it was like different strokes and then before you know it i'm singing the theme tune <laughs> nice. he was in um, fresh prince as well he's in an episode of fresh prince of ballet was he, was he yeah really? very good in that it, uh, i reckon this is probably early 90s so i reckon he's probably about maybe 20 by then i think it's something like 91 92 maybe um, and yeah, he's very good in an episode. He has a lot of screen time with Will Smith, so he's got that to his uh, to boast about it as well. Get that on your CV, yeah, yeah. Uh, there we go. He's a real nice bloke, actually. I used to I used to tweet him like back in the day years ago when I first got on Twitter, and he he had a thing where he's going to conventions like like they all do, like yeah, signing yeah, yeah, photos yeah. and stuff. And you know that iconic photo of Reggie on the tractor with that little evil face? So I'm going to get you, Roy. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Roy. Yeah. Or, I got him to sign that and um, and write like a little a little note like personalised to me, um, and it's still on my coffee table. Well, it's actually under my coffee table to this day, and I didn't even bother getting it out and framing it. It's actually still in the slip that it arrived in because I I'm one of those little nerds where I'm like, if I take it out of the slip, it'll get damaged. Yeah. So it's kind of pointless me having it. Really. This this will make you laugh even harder. So when we were kids, we used to be into like hip hop and stuff like that, and blah blah blah. Long story short, we watched this movie where this guy says his gang their gang name should be the Hot Boys, oh, and we just no. thought that was so funny. We started. We started calling ourselves the Hot Boys, right? Oh. Because obviously, <laughs> tongue in cheek, because it's so funny. Oh, yeah, really? we're the Hot Boys. Um, <laughs> and I actually got Shavar Ross, Reggie, to actually write. It was something like, um, yo, G-Man, lo- loads of love to the Hot Boys or something like that. So there you go. I think it was meant to be. Roy, <laughs> of course, in this one, spoiler alert. Um, Jay. Gets... <laughs> Now he is the you know the reason why he uh, takes his revenge is because um, Vince or Victor sorry kills his son. He's you know it, it, but they sort of you know he, he hid his son away, which never really made a lot of sense. But he uh-huh. you know so he the guy who actually murdered his son that sets him off on a rampage kind of gets off quite you know doesn't get murdered <laughs> in any way shape or form. just gets taken away by the police 
Whereas yeah. everybody else who had absolutely nothing to do with his son's murder gets yeah. butchered horrifically. In in the Friday Thirteenth movies, have you noticed that that, that Jason and his mum are really bad at actually getting revenge on the people who who deserve it? I mean, obviously you got the you got the odd instance. Obviously, um, Jason gets Alice back at the start of part two on behalf of his mum. Yes, um, but his mum in the original isn't even trying to take out the the camp the counselors who were paying attention when his when her son drowned. She just turns up to kill a whole bunch of new campers, uh, counselors, and Jace. And well, I say Roy does the same in this one. He kills everybody else, bar Vic, the guy who killed his son. Yeah, which so, is just—they kind of suck. That counts. They're really—they're the like, like really shit vigilantes, like <laughs> murderous it, vigilantes. It was that moment where I just thought I would remember sitting there watching it and going, "Hang on, he's been taken away," and then I, <laughs> yeah. now. Hang on, guys. It's got nothing to do with these people. And you're still killing them? Okay. All right, we're just going to go with it. We're just yeah. going to go with it. Now, and Roy being a paramedic, he probably could have just gone in the ambulance and followed the police car and then just gone to where Vic was uh, and then just, just killed him there. And then and there we wouldn't have even needed the film. No, exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. That'd it would have been. Boring. Been, it been. <laughs> now, do you notice something, right? Tommy goes absolutely bonkers. Right when anybody winds him up. However, Reggie goes in his room, irritates him, and he just scares him with a mask. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe. I, uh, yeah, he's a kid. Yeah, he's a kid. True. Good. Yeah, he lets him off, doesn't he? Yeah, I'll just give I think you nightmares he, he, he instead. Innocent. Yeah, well, just... actually, no, there was no physical contact. I think Tommy doesn't like physical contact because like, Eddie guy was punching his shoulder and right. Junior was kind of... I remember what I was pushing him, wasn't he? He kept yeah. pushing him back, yeah. pushing him back. West, I think Reggie, it was obvious it was more like banter as opposed to I'm physically threatening you. I'm with so. you. I'm with you. Now, <laughs> now, at the end of this, it kind of goes swings it back to, doesn't it? We've already mentioned this. That Tommy is, you know, it, it, it get picks up the, the the Jason mask, and is it a dream, or does he actually kill Pam? It's a dream, dream, because then he wakes up from that dream, doesn't he, and sees him in front of him, and then he disappears. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, I think that's how I was, I was watching it last night. I've forgotten it already. Um, no, I think that's why ends, doesn't he? Does, yeah, he disappears and then it ends, right? No, that's kind of first, fades away. No, that's the first that... one. No, no, what Hugh said is right. So he sees him. Yeah, he sees yeah. Jason. And then he... That's right. He's behind uh, her, isn't he? And then it ends. Is that right? Yes. That... He sees... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. sees yeah. Jason. Then he, then he, then he thinks that um, Pam is is looking over him in the bed, and then yeah. he reaches up with a machete and stabs her. That's right. Yeah. And then, then she he walks. She actually does walk to. Yeah, he wakes but up. Then, then he she actually up. does walk yeah. to his room. Yeah. And then he's escaped out of the window. Wait, well, in but theory, yeah, he's but he hasn't. Yeah, that's right. The broken window. You're you're right. It was the other way around. And, and he appears behind, and the camera zooms in. He's wearing the mask, and he's yeah. got like a. Yeah. Yeah. Was he like a like a knife or something? Yeah, I uh, it, yeah, it could it's be a dream. Either or. <laughs> I will say actually about um, Melanie Kinnaman, she's a pretty good. I hadn't really thought about it before, but she's a pretty good final girl. Albeit that there's a final girl, a final little boy, and a final um, <laughs> <laughs> a final Tommy. So, yeah. um, but I think she's she's pretty good actually. 
she's quite tough. I like the whole thing with the um the chainsaw. Yeah. That then runs out and she just chucks it at him instead. <laughs> yeah. Um but I don't think she she never gets really mentioned in kind of dispatches of, of good final girls. And I was like, oh no, she's pretty good actually. Although if you if the if you look very closely, during that final scene where she's <laughs> running around, her sweater keeps disappearing. She's got this pink thing yeah. and it keeps disappearing. Then it's on, then it's off, then it's on, then it's off. I don't know where she goes to put <laughs> back on again. But it, yeah, it's really weird. And once you notice it, you can't. can't yeah, yeah. You can't, something yeah. you can't unsee. No, she didn't. I do even an awful noticed lot that this. before the internet. <laughs> no. Oh, and do you know? I didn't know. I didn't look. I noticed it last night. I hadn't even. I didn't know that was a thing on the interwebs <laughs> the interwebs yes now yeah. she only actually after this she's only got like nine credits to her name um which is a bit of a shame because she appears in uh she does a lot of you know a bit of tv she's in uh, thunder alley in 1985 a uh, bit of hill street blues she's in an episode of cheers and she plays listen to this in best of the best she plays the woman awesome and that's that's it <laughs> Thunder Alley and Best of the Best. There are none more 80s titles than that. <laughs> best of the Best. Thunder Alley. You, you, you can already hear the guy, the, the voiceover guy, can't you? You can already yeah. hear that. Now, you know, we also got like um, John Shepard who played uh, Tommy in this. Have mm-hmm. you seen what Tom Shepard now looks like? Um, yeah. yeah. Didn't he turn up in the um, the fan film? Don't, yes. Uh, What's it called? Shit, that's going to There's out a couple, head. is it? It's just recently. The really good one. The um, really good fan Friday the 13th. Come on, Gareth, you know what it's called. Uh, yeah, Never Hike Alone. Never Hike Alone. No, yes, that's not, not, that. not him. No, that no not it's him? not him. That's ah. Tom Matthews, from, who plays Tommy in part six. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, he's a. John Shepard's quite the um, religious man. He well. is, yeah. Yeah, because Dick Warlock was the stunt guy on this, and he's a. It's in the book, isn't it? He's a brother in Christ. And once he found <laughs> John Shepard was, he started shouting across because Tommy, uh, Tommy Jarvis, John Shepard was trying to be uh, all method for this. So he didn't speak to the rest of the cast very much and stayed all kind of surly. Yeah. And then he started yeah. speaking to Dick Warlock and Dick Warlock, and he said, Dick Warlock, oh, I'm, I'm quite religious too. And and so he shouted to another guy who's working on across the, in front of everyone, John's a brother in Christ. <laughs> and then all the other kids are all like, Fucking hell! <laughs> and then, yeah, they didn't. Then they really didn't speak to him. I was like, oh, poor bastard, <laughs> poor John. Oh, poor John. He's got. I was looking at um, IMDb earlier, and apparently, if you take out his screams and whenever he's laughing, he has something like twenty-four words in the entire film. Yeah, he's uh, yeah as, as the main star. It's, yeah, it's a pretty yeah. performance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you? I noticed something else last night because I paused it and it paused on his treatment record. Yeah. So when and and it it really made me laugh because it says like uh, Ritalin, Percodan, Valium, Thorazine, the various things he's yeah. taken. Yeah. But where it's got where it's written doctor's review, yeah. it's spelled D O C O T R S review. <laughs> but not once but twice i'm like it's the <laughs> doctor who's been that. <laughs> it really Doc- made me laugh i was like okay oh they've written that oh no he's misspelled that he's done it twice <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> the doctor's been hitting the thoracene himself Do- no wonder no wonder tommy's absolutely mental <laughs> yeah. now the other th- the other thing that we got to talk about here which um is 
Um, <laughs> it's it kind of just sort of like it's it sort of you got Tommy, you got his character here, and you sort of like he's clearly really, really mental. And then after this, the, the, it, the series takes like a massive U-turn into like the supernatural, mm-hmm. and you get like Jason versus the psychic girl. Now, <laughs> for me, it's at that point that the series really did start to kind of like lose its way, even though I really enjoyed that one. Um, where do you where do you guys think that this because I think it's fair to say this, that the series does lose its sort of way. Where do you think the wheels started falling off um, for the series? Probably after six for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I think that's when it. I mean, you know, they're all enjoyable in their way, but six is the last one of any real great quality for me anyway. I mean, I know there are, there are fans of the others. I, I kind of like Jason takes Manhattan. Um, I can't really tell you why. I was probably because when he, he kicks the stereo as he walks past, those yeah. places, it always <laughs> makes me laugh, but um, I'm not. Yeah. I'd say six. What about you, Gareth? Oh, I would say after Paramount, even though we hate Paramount and they're scumbags, they had like this weird, not not a consistency because, like you said, the quality did kind of drop. But at the same time, I I still massively prefer um, Jason takes Manhattan over Jason goes to Hell, even though Jason goes to Hell tries to do something completely different. And I yeah. totally respect it for that. Yeah. Um, another Marcus who I think wrote and directed it, he's a he's a real nice chap, and I can see what he's trying to do with it. Mm. Um, but once it went to New Line. Uh, with Jason Goes to Hell, there was just something about it. It just didn't feel like Friday Thirteenth anymore. Yeah. Um, and Jason, Jason X again. It's fun. It's crazy. I'll watch it again at some point. I know that I enjoy it more than what I did. But I probably haven't watched that film for fifteen years. I bought yeah. it on DVD after it came out. Yeah. Whereas the first eight, I can go back to and watch it any time. Mm. Um, and it kind of killed the series then because they didn't really know what to do with it. You know, uh, Jason Goes to Hell, then Jason X, then he lay dormant for a while. The box office was crap for Jason X, and it was. Kind kind of like okay you freddy versus jason great but then they kind of had to reboot it with the remake and even mm. though the remake did well you know <laughs> so I, if it was me you know i would have if i was paramount i would have just whacked out a ninth one i would have brought mm. him back from manhattan and just just i just would have kept it going mate yeah. i just yeah. i'm, I a, think si- you're right. I'm, I'm think simple you're right. i'm yeah, a simple one, one, person one, once, it goes, once it went to new line once they because the freddy versus jason's a freddy film isn't it really yeah. he's like a pu- he's a puppet yeah, isn't it? And he looks pretty good. There's the bit where he comes through the cornfield, and that guy sees him, and he's fucking massive. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's quite fun because I want that in that sort of film. I don't want that around Crystal Lake. I don't want him to be massive. He has to because he'd stand out like a fucking sore thumb, well, wouldn't yeah. he? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, nine foot bloke wandering around. Yeah, but yeah, I think you're right. I mean, in terms of quality, after six, it definitely drops off, but. Yeah, once it once it went from Paramount, I, I think you're right, Gareth. I think that's where it, they kind of like, oh, let's take it in a new direction, but mm, it doesn't quite work. And I'm the yeah. same. I've seen Jason X once, probably 15 years ago, maybe longer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, because no. yeah. the the budget was bigger for for eight. Um, yeah. bec- even though they didn't have as much of a budget to spend as much time in New York as they wanted to, and I know it only made something like 18 million. Um, yeah. But if you work at that out, eight, 1989, what 18 million would be today, it still turn, turned a reasonable profit. Um, so well, they probably the thing, could have just kept shocking along. That all these, you know, all of these films do make their money. They may not be the massive mega hits, but they make their budget back and a little bit more. 
Yeah. You know, and mm. I mean, in terms of sort of, you know, getting it out there and getting it made and keeping the franchise going, I think even though there is a bit of a wobble, it still doesn't go down like the sort of the Hellraiser route where the wheels completely no, fall off that. Or, yeah, exactly. You know, or the Leprechaun franchise. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still like them all. That's the thing. I still like them all. It may sound like I'm sort of ragging on like Jace Gazar and that, but I still really like them. You know, yeah. I, I even like the remake. Um, but I was about yeah, to say it's, that. It's, it's... What's your feelings on the remake, Jake? Um, I first time around, I really, really didn't like it. It wasn't like I was oh, I'm very protective over my Friday the 13th franchise. I just didn't really like the characters. I, there was a lot I just didn't like about it. However, this is why you should watch films more than once. Yeah. Um, I watched it again um, maybe a year ago, and I liked it a lot more, a lot more. Um, you know, it's not it's not a fantastic film. In fact, none of them are really. Maybe the fourth one, I guess, um, overall. But it was um, far more enjoyable second time round because I, I didn't get where people go. Oh, the characters pretty good. Actually, the characters early in the film are fucking horrible. Yeah, but the. Yeah. Um, uh, that's kind of what put me off i think first time round. i was like i just don't like any of these and i want them to die um <laughs> which was the purpose of them yeah, i guess yeah, yeah. but but yeah when i watched it again i was like okay all right yeah yeah i get that i i did enjoy it more um yeah it's, it's decent i'd watch it again put it that way yeah i mean i i kind i, I kind of liked it i enjoyed it i did enjoy the remake um i remember going to see it in the cinema actually um and not being first um to start with but kind of warming to it towards the end and then going back and watching it again i thought it was i thought it was really really good um is it jason in that one is derek derek mears isn't it Mears, yeah yeah, yeah. he's the guy who did swamp man recently in the um amazon show i don't know if anyone watched it or not i watched it a bit it's, it's all right pretty good it's pretty good actually yeah. i was a bit, a bit of a shame that it got cancelled when it did really yeah, it went a bit. It was too bit too CGI, and sometimes I just get a bit uh, with that, where yeah. I feel like they could do a better job if they did that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, practical effects, but anyway, sorry, we uh, we digress. Digress. So, for a new beginning, what's your favorite? I mean, we've got to, we've talked about our favorite scene, uh, favorite kill. I've got a particular favorite scene that stands out. <laughs> uh, well, the three-minute sex scene that I've never seen. <laughs> there's, 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 there's actually, there's for me, there's absolutely loads. It, the whole film, the whole film. But basically, the the, the bit where uh, I, I can't remember what the guy's name is, but he's trying it on with uh, Robin. Uh, I, I can't remember what's, what's his name. Is it the he's guy the guy with the, with the stutter, Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the guy, yeah, 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 yeah. guy with the stammer, yeah. Jake, yeah. and they're watching this old old movie, and he's all like, "I, I want to make love, love to you," and then she just looks at him and starts laughing, oh, and he's just like, "I didn't mean it." It's just like that scene is just gold for me. It's so funny, and again, the acting is brilliant on both both sides because this kid, he well, I mean, unless he turns out he did have a stammer, which case he's a bloody fraud, like, but he um he, he you really do believe that he's got a stammer and the girl when she's laughing um you, you just get the feeling that it's not acting laughing you get the feeling that she is actually laughing at him yeah um, i know that sounds so stupid because that's acting but as i said we all know that acting in these movies sometimes you're like wow this is atrocious so i actually think they, they both nail that scene it's hilarious um and you can't obviously forget we haven't mentioned violet yet violet with the old uh dancing to that um 
his Su- eyes by pseudo echo pseudo echo that's it yeah. his eyes pseudo echo. i mean i like her dancing I'm, I'm, yeah i'm quite um drawn in by her dancing yeah, yeah i just i find too. it fascinating i watched it twice yeah. yesterday it's like it's yeah it's it's really hard to do as well because i and found that, myself it, doing it in front of me <laughs> and just like what are you doing you <laughs> <twat>? <laughs> yeah. Stop it. well yeah i mean yeah i mean if you can do it just you know film yeah. it and send it our way what yeah. what i love about <laughs> it is is it's that <laughs> is really a pair of <laughs> she, she um that bit is like a, a product a total product of its time because in her bedroom she's got the posters of all the current pop stars and i'm sure there's a madonna one in there somewhere yeah there she's is a madonna dressed one. up like like a is it madonna is it desperately seeking susan uh, no yeah. I, I um actually i uh where was it i, I think I, it was in the book she said she'd gone for a susie and the banshees kind of look oh is it oh well it's like that sort of fashion of the time isn't it yeah. she kind of looks like proper like mid 80s and then obviously the soundtrack the music which is just a wicked 80s tune you know yeah. um, and then she's robot dancing i mean how much more 80s stuff do you want to throw into that one scene you know i just it's just it's just brilliant and if only it had ended up being what it was originally conceived to be where she gets where she was originally supposed to be doing handstands or something wasn't she oh yeah and then the gymnast comes down whack yeah. right down oh yeah that's right it's yeah it was supposed to be quite yes Oof. if she'd have done a robot dance then ended up on her hands and then oh roy had come in and whacked her right down yeah. the middle we could have been talking about an all-timer here you know but as it stands it's still a wicked scene yeah and um and his eyes is also on uh, spotify also available on other streaming sources uh, i listen to it <laughs> i listen to it probably once a week <laughs> Uh, it's a good tune, actually. I, I did look it up straight away. I thought, oh, I'm going to put that it's on. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've got loads of loads of, uh, loads of scenes I really like. I like the, the opening's great. I love the opening. Um, I think it yeah, apparently, great. that was filmed in Corey Feldman's back garden, though he said it was his neighbours. But Danny Steinman said, no, it was definitely his, but whatever. <laughs> it's a good opening scene. I, like, I really like that. Obviously, the demon scene's great. It's all too short, but it's a, it's a cracker. Yeah. I always I also particularly like, you know, that drifter guy who turns up. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's like the red herring, isn't he? Like, yeah, absolutely. Him? Yeah, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, even though, yeah, even though it's clearly not him, it's so, it's so on the nose that you're like, yeah, it's definitely not him. But I like where he's watching them have sex, like some kind of Alfred. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he is an Alfred. <laughs> I, sort of, I, saw it, I was like, you're such a fucking Alfred, honestly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you think it's Jason. What was his name? Yeah, so yeah, sorry, no, yeah, I, I can't remember his name, but Ethel After just says like yeah. when he goes to a house and he's like, oh, I want to have I want to have a square meal or something like that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, she gets yeah. him doing jobs, and then she says that is something like that is one ugly motherfucker, or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. and he's like, really not? He's just a, he's like a relatively handsome bloke, and she's just proper slagging him off like he's going, he's an ugly motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like how harsh do you want to be? I don't think he's got a name in it. There's no. I'm just looking at the cast. There's no he's Alfred. So. He's, he, there's no <laughs> yeah, Alfred. Alfred's, Alfred's uncle. Alfred is Alfred. Yeah. Uncle Brian Alfred. Backer. No, he's not there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a yeah. Total Alfred. But yeah, the other one was going to be the, the the dancing scene. That I really. I, oh, and um, Reese's. The other. What's the the other scene that really makes me laugh is um Reggie at the end where Jason Roy finds him and he's behind the bay house and he just stands up and smiles at him yeah <laughs> like <laughs> hi i've got a lovely pearly whites please don't kill me <laughs> it really made me laugh yesterday um yes yeah, it's, it's it's chock full of amusing scenes not particularly scary ones but but fun nonetheless this i, I mean lana as well oh. <laughs> <laughs> i really like um to be honest with you that, that whole final setup 
Uh, yeah. That, that that last scene, I think it is one of the great sort of, uh, you know, even though it's not Jason, the Jason-esque death mm. scene. I think it's, it's, it's one of the great ones. Mm. Um, and like you said, even though he does look like he's just having a bit of a lie down at the end, I think, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a great, I think the entire, you know, the whole look of the, the whole setup with the rain and everything, I think mm. it works really well. And it genuinely feels like a Friday the 13th ending. Yeah. It, you know, it yep. has yeah, that yeah. real feel to it, and I, you know, and the dream sequence at the beginning, um, I think that was great. I thought that, I thought that was that, that started. Yeah. Um, I think it kicked it, it, it off. That, yeah, that felt like classic Friday the Thirteenth. That opening yeah. scene. Yeah, and it kind of um, sustains the film a little bit. Yeah. Until yeah. we get into it. Um, however, how do we feel about the double bluff? Uh. All right. It never bothered me one bit. Yeah, because I, I, because it was the first film in the series that I saw, I had nothing. I did, I had no benchmark. I hadn't seen any of the Friday the Thirteenth, so I wasn't offended by it. And in fact, in hindsight, I think it's a great. It's a. It's not quite on the same level, but it's almost it's Hall- Halloween three season of the witch moment in that it's a complete turn of 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 events so that's the first time it really went out on a limb and tried something new and i think that's not a bad thing so when people go it's not jason you know because they're a bit butthurt or whatever about it (laughs) that's 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 down to them but from my point of view i mean even if even if i'd seen the others before it wouldn't hurt or offend me in any way that they yeah that you've got this this bluff and i like roy he looks he looks pained yes he actually does <laughs> that, actually that moment that's some pretty good acting from him to be fair because he does look he's uh, he looks completely full of as when that other guy you know the guy with the bubble gum and he's all kind of like yeah and he pulls the thing back and he looks and you see the look in his eyes and it is pain but it's like proper anger as well it's good it's a really good he plays that well actually does dick we and yeah. Get your yeah. hands dirty, boy. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it funny though? Isn't it interesting that like Halloween three, obviously mm. back when it came out, everybody was just outraged that Michael Myers yeah. wasn't in it. Um, it did okay box office. It wasn't the, the bomb that people make out it was. But isn't it weird that Paramount did not pay any heed to that at all? It'd be like, oh yeah, they really hated it when it wasn't Michael Myers. Hey. Hey, Final Chapter made loads of money, so let's bring Jason back. Actually, no, let's not bring him back. Let's just, you know, make it somebody else doing all the killings. Yeah, yeah, everyone will love that. Like, uh, what yeah, the hell? Like, what were they thinking? Maybe because they hated it so much, they thought it might kill the franchise. Yeah, maybe well, it was probably, yeah, mate. Yeah, I've got. They around. call it a new beginning. Yeah, the only respite for all the fans when they realized it was really like what what's it wasn't jason all along is i guess then maybe they thought i know again at the, at the time apparently they were outraged and pissed off and everything but they must have just gone oh well maybe then the next one jason comes back because it's called a new beginning that's that's all i can think of you know, the logic behind it but it, it yeah, the bluff never bothered me i thought it was quite interesting i thought wow when when it, you realized it was little roy i thought yeah wicked little roy <laughs> Little Roy, <laughs> little <laughs> Lord Fontalroy. <laughs> I think actually, because this was my um, gateway drug to 
Friday the 13th. I'm sure, I'm not certain, but I'm sure Halloween 3 was the first Halloween film I ever kind of knew of. I'm not sure I actually watched just all of it. Yeah, (laughs) sorry. Sorry, he's an awkward guy. Yeah, (laughs) I know. know, Now you're going to tell me you saw Exorcist 2 first as well. Yeah, Exorcist 2, Freddy's Dead, Nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I did watch Dream Warriors first. And then the second one, and then the That's first one. Good one to start on, really, yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm a bit, I'm, I'm contrary. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> what right. about the um, the two greasers, though? Just very quickly before yes. he wants to say something. Exactly. The two greasers. How funny are they? Again, thrown in just to be victims. Yeah. Leather jackets, little weird like Hovis two thousand hats because they're all yeah. like you know like futuristic shit and then the one guy's just like singing, singing that song he's like ratatatatatooey get the car started I'm going to kick your fucking ass and he's just going off literally going off the, the, um, where they're trying to pick the car in the commentary I can't remember who it was was like this is kind of gay yeah, <laughs> I love it all right okay fair enough it's because they're wearing leather I was like oh god honestly lowest yeah. common denominator <laughs> Do you know what is interesting though is when you look back at some of the costume choices for some of these characters, there's got to be somebody there who's thinking, why, you know, you've got these two guys, I'm going to make them look like Marlon Brando in, mm. you know, in Rebel, you know, in, um, which, oh, which Marlon Brando. Yeah, it's like, oh, what, is it the wild one? Yeah, it's the wild one. Wild Marlon Brando. Brands, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, what, you know, what is that about? Why do, why make that costume choice? I don't know, because it seems completely out of time as well. It's like a 50s look. And these two, I suppose they could have been, that could have been the look that they were, well, it was obviously the look they were going for. But yeah, it does seem kind of like when you've got um, Violet with a very contemporary look, um, et cetera, et cetera. And you've got them as this kind of this weird 50s thing that doesn't seem to fit. fit. It's, it's almost like they went, oh, we've only got, oh, we've only got clothes from another, a period piece that they were filming here before. They've just got these two leather jackets and that. So you're going to have to be dressed and have like your hair like 50s kind of bikers as well and not ride any bikes yes just (laughs) you're just gonna have a shit car that doesn't work yeah it's like brilliant firework in the mouth right firework in the mouth it wasn't a firework was it it wasn't a a flare wasn't it see that was a flare in the mouth (laughs) it's a great death mind it is a great death it's a good one yeah yeah cut to shit as well Yeah. yeah yeah now okay in terms of like how would you rank this in terms of the of the overall franchise? Where would you put this one? Who are you asking? <laughs> Anyone? Either? Either? Somewhere either. in the middle. It's got it's, it's got to be somewhere in the middle because for me you can't top uh, the first four. When you said earlier, you did you did say Hugh, didn't you? The final chapter is your favourite. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was winding you up when I went when I went oh because it's absolutely <laughs> yeah. my favourite. It is like yeah. the best the best overall slasher movie ever made. Um, but uh, yeah, probably like four, three, two, one for me. Um, and then, yeah, maybe probably New Beginning, to be honest. I used to really like Jason Lives, but I really love New Beginning. So it, it, it's just mm. after the first four. Mm. So it fits in the middle somewhere, really. Jay, where do you feel? Well, four's objectively the best one, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's, it's pretty hard to argue yeah. against that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. the best film, whether it's a favourite or not, it's, but it's the best film. So that's going to be, for me even, that that's at the top. Um, I always like two because I quite like the burlap sack 
yeah, 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 yeah. he had before. Even though there was absolutely no way he could hit anyone with just one eye because the, <laughs> his perspective would be all over the shop. Um, but uh, Five is, is it's not a great film. It's a, it's a fun idea. Um, and I'm still sure I saw a more uncut version. I think it's in, it's probably my, in my top four, but I wouldn't like to say where I think it fluctuates quite a bit, but four is four is definitely, yeah. Yeah. The best probably then two I'd suggest yeah. then five, then three, then one, mm. then six. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's in, it's yeah. Top, top three, top three or four but not number one. I actually, I do actually watch five way more than the original. So if I was actually being honest, uh, then I probably would place it ahead of one. <laughs> you just needed me fast. to say it. You needed me yeah. to say it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I can say it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you said, objectively, objectively, the first four are the best films, but if I'm yeah. putting them in order of my favorite, then yeah, yeah, yeah to be yeah. honest, five, I do watch yeah. five more than one. So okay. but there is a, there is a great review of this that i i used in this the, the piece i wrote which always amuses me and it's, it's just this one sentence that says same screaming same endless chases same breasts same blood same acts same lack of explanation same ending prime for another sequel and i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> your point <laughs> is what's your point <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah i love that let's watch it press play yeah, yeah. now yeah. <laughs> now this is going to be the you know sort of in terms of on a because obviously we score everything on you on a scale of one to ten obviously one being yeah. horrific ten being the greatest where would you come in on this guy <laughs> it's a nine for me mate <laughs> <laughs> it's a nine. Ten, right. ten is reserved for perfect films like yeah. halloween black yeah. christmas Friday the 13th part four right but this is a nine for me all day because it's just entertaining from start to finish there's no filler it's all killer no filler i'm not bored for one second i never pick up my phone okay jay um it's an eight it's probably a seven but it's an eight i might even push it an eight and a half because of my history with the film and it being the one that popped my cherry yeah. um <laughs> I, feel, I feel like i i owe it i actually owe it a great debt of gratitude um overall because it scared me and it kind of i don't know it piqued my interest in this sort of film so so yeah yeah i'll give it i'll give it an, an eight and a half i think i'm going to come in on this with about a 7.5 because Fair. i i really like this one i really enjoy it it entertains me um but when you sort of com- when you kind of like compare it to like number four yeah. and you know number two <clears throat> It's kind, and it this is where it just kind of the series just starts to just wobble a little bit. The wheels are sort of, you know, just not coming off. That you know they just need a little bit of work. And for me, it's a seven point five. Yeah, so, I, I think I think sorry, just one final thing. I think if an uncut version ever becomes available, it would certainly push it up. I think the characters are. Are pretty good and i'm sure there's a number of cut scenes that kind of just bring them out of their shells a little bit and with that and the and the cuts if if sorry if you did get an uncut version of if an uncut version sorry became available then i think that would that would push it up definitely i think it, it suffers because it is quite heavily cut and i'm yes. not just talking about the sex scene <laughs> pam, really, sweat shirt as really? well yeah <laughs> pam's, wet, pam's wet shirt gets a point 
because that's, that's true, actually. Fantastic. Nine uh, and a half. Red jumpsuit. Reggie's yeah, red jumpsuit cool. gets a point as that's well. Quite, that, I, that's quite iconic to me, that red, the, the red hoodie that he wears. It's wicked. Yeah, yeah. I always remember Friday the 13th, for some reason, somewhere in my mind, I think of a, a, a character wearing a red hoodie. Um, Reggie the Reckless. Yeah, Reggie yeah, just, just registers. Sorry, uh, sorry, uh, Hugh, we're taking up your evening. No, 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 not at all, not at all. It's, honestly, guys, it's it's interesting the fact that we've actually managed to do an hour and 20 talking about Friday the 30th, The New Beginning, because it is, it's surprisingly one of those films in the franchise, and it's right slap bang, obviously, in the middle of it, but there's always something in there that's entertaining, and... I think, in t- and that's something that I think obviously Paramount completely lost focus on and didn't see that, that actually people, the reason why people go back to the franchise and people go back to the character of Jason is there is just something about the fact that you're going to get blood, you're going to get boobs, you're going to get, you, you know, you, you're hulking great big killer who just, you know, always will make one final appeal, you know, one come back towards the end. And... You know, there is there's that market for it. Um, do you think that we will get another Friday the Thirteenth, a genuine entry into the into the franchise? Yeah, there's, yeah, I think at some point there's definitely an appetite for it, and there has been. There's been for years, and various filmmakers have said, "Oh, I, you know, I'd love to do when I've got this idea." And there's definitely this. Um, th- there's an idea about Jason in the snow, which I think would be fantastic fun. Um, but it's yeah it's it's the it's it, the rights and all of that kind of stuff it's so it's a bit of a embroid- mess isn't it? it's so embroiled and there's the, the whole legal legal wranglings with regards to who wrote what and when and who owns it and it, it's just going to play on and on but i think eventually yeah yeah i think gareth agrees as well that there'll be i think he said yes yeah, yes. 100%. 100%. Yeah. If you say it, there would have been probably two or three by now if it wasn't yeah, so. shit going on. And if yeah. Buddy Paramount didn't fucking dip out when rings bombed at the box office and then they just pulled production. So yeah. we could, could have had yeah. them three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, before we go anywhere, Gareth, where can the good people, where can our good listeners find you? They can't find me. I'm hidden away forever. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hide, I'm hiding from the coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, where can they find me? Uh, well, they, yeah, I've, I've written a couple of pieces on slashertrash.com, but they'd need the links to it because I haven't even sorted the website out properly. So right. Twitter. Find me on Twitter. <laughs> find right you there. on Twitter. I'll, there we I'll go. see you there. <laughs> Jay, my man, where can they find you? Uh, my website is about to close, so not there. Um, <laughs> your bedroom? Yes, they can find me. They, they can find me in the woods, lurking behind a tree, like some like kind Alfred. of Alfred. Exactly. <laughs> um, they can find me on Twitter as well, but it's not using my name because I don't want people to know who I am. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, Freddie Fennec, which is obviously Freddie without an I E F R E D D Y F E N E C H, and I doubt I'll see you there. Because no one will follow me. <laughs> Which is how I like it. Gentlemen, honestly, it is, as always, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. Um, my face is actually hurting from, from <laughs> smiling. And it's great having you on because it's just great to just let you loose. Um, <laughs> and just release I'm you. so glad you said your face is hurting from smiling. Yes. Because you paused for a bit then and I thought, I want to know what he's going to say. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why is your face hurting? <laughs> just, just the sheer agony of it. No, honestly, guys, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Uh, and we got, we'll have to get you get back on because we will have to cover uh, a final chapter at some point. We're, we're yeah. going to have to come back and look at that one. Yes. Yep. So yep. once again, thank you, gentlemen. I genuinely appreciate it. Take care now, boys. Pleasure. Cheers, mate. Thank Bye-bye. you, mate. Cheers. As always, I want to say a big thank you to Gareth and Jay for being on. Honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. The... <laughs> uh, I may release uh, an unedited version of that uh, this episode at some point. <laughs> anyway, back to some kind of form of sanity. So up next, we have got... What the Wookiee watched. And up first, we have got I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. I have heard myself say the house that holds a memory of a death is the staying place of a rotted ghost. My name is Lily. I'm going to be staying with you from now on. I hope that's all right. I am 28 years old. I will never be 29. The pretty thing you are looking at is me. But it is me that still cannot see any of what is coming. Me that can see only the drawer that opens. Hello? And the spots that spread. The terrible book. The woman who wrote it all down. Only the name, her name. Pardon? But I cannot see it. Even as I look right at it. Okay, that was the trailer for I Am The Pretty Thing That Lives In The House from 2016. Now, this is a Netflix movie. Um, It was directed by Osgood Perkins. It stars the fantastic Ruth Wilson, uh, who plays Lily, uh, Paul Apprentice as Ira Blum, and Bob Balaban makes an appearance as Mr. Waxcap. Um, This is a very, very, very good film. Um, And essentially, it's a very simple story. You've got a young nurse who takes care of an elderly author who lives in a haunted house. Um, This film is all about atmosphere. And some people have criticised it for not really going anywhere and not being scary enough. But this is all about atmosphere. This is... um, This has a wonderfully creepy gothic feel to it and Ruth Wilson's performance is absolutely fantastic in it essentially it's just her on her own for a significant period of this film Um, I really really enjoyed this I wasn't expecting to um, but it is so good honestly I can't recommend this enough do not go into this expecting blood guts and thunder this is not that type of film this is all about atmosphere this is about you know this it, it this treads the fine line 
between mainstream and art house and my hats off to netflix for allowing um osgood perkins to make this film because it is absolutely fantastic uh, i cannot recommend this enough and i would certainly give this maybe an eight no in fact i would give this an eight eight out of ten absolutely loved it okay up next we have got scarecrows from 2017 let's check out the trailer weekend is gonna be legendary. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited too. And I've got one more surprise before we hit Paradise Beach. Alright. Let's go. It's weird. What? The bird. Aren't scarecrows supposed to scare off birds? Obviously this farmer doesn't know what scary means. <laughs> Someone took the car? Okay, that was the trailer for Scarecrows 2017. Um, essentially, this is a very simple story. You've got teenagers are kidnapped and made into scarecrows and left to die in a crop in a field. That's it. Um, it was directed by Stuart Stone. It stars Hannah Gordon, Mike Taylor, uh, Umed Amin, and Maya Ziv. Um, or Marziv, sorry, Marziv, her name is. I do apologise. Um, this is very, very much. Um, I think in the if this was made in the early nineties, mid eighties, I think potentially this could have been a video, you know, a straight to video classic. Um, it's got some great gory moments in it. The cast are reasonably likable. Uh, I think Hannah Gordon is excellent in it, um, but it's kind of throwable, throwaway. Really, there's nothing sort of. Um, there's nothing in there that you you think, oh my god. Um, it's average. Um, if you've got a couple hours to kill, or an hour and a half, as in this case, uh, yeah, check it out. I think it's available on Amazon. I think it's available on Amazon and Apple. Um, yeah, it's a throwaway one. It's a five out of ten. Okay, that kind of wraps it up for us this week. Um, look, guys, uh, it's all getting a bit crazy out there at the minute. So just remember, ladies and gentlemen, wash your hands. Keep the social distancing thing going on. Please listen to the advice out there because obviously we want everybody to be safe and sound. And if you, you know, just think about everyone else around you. So wash your hands, keep the social distancing going, keep everybody safe. And that's all that's left for me to say in the immortal words of Count Dracula. Good night out there, wherever you are. Thank you.